0: Hey, everybody, this is Chuck Everson from Villanova University, and welcome to the Big East Rewind. The Big East Rewind came about when Sonny Sparrow and I from Syracuse University were on a recruiting trip and became friends. And we've been friends ever since. And we had a bond that is developed over playing in the very tough Big East Conference. The Big East Rewind is all about Big East basketball, old school style with the battles and stories that came about during our time playing in the Big East from the perspective of the media, coaches, former players, and even officials. So we hope you enjoy the Big East Rewind. Welcome to the
1: Big East Rewind, a special 100th anniversary episode where Chuck and I bring the old band back together. That is Sean McDonough on play-by-play, Jay Billis and Bill Raftery on the color commentary, and when these guys get cooking, it's just best to be quiet and roll tape, like we say in the business, so it was a lot of fun watching that just whole thing go down. I hope you all enjoy it as much as we do at the Big East Rewind, sit back, relax, and in, in honor of Bill Coach Raftery, have a nice cold one and enjoy yourself on this one.
2: Sunny Spira, Chuck Everson, congratulations on 100 podcasts. We are all so proud of you. Everybody in the Big East knows that you guys stand for what the Big East is all about. You probably wanted to kill each other when you are playing each other. But afterwards, great respect, great uh, memories of the Big East, and friendships for a lifetime. Thanks for sharing that with all of us. Thanks for Big East Rewind and keeping all of us connected to the Big East. And here's to
3: 500 more, fellows. We're so proud of you.
0: Welcome to this edition of the Big East Rewind, a big edition for us, our 100th episode of the Big East Rewind. I am your seven-foot host from Villanova, Chuck Everson, and my co-host for the 100th time <laughs> is the Cavity Cape Crusader, <laughs> Blue Canal Royalty, that's sweet air, Sonny Sparrow. How are you, Sonny?
1: Good Chuck. I, I think I'm a little nervous tonight, man. I guess yeah well, I gotta tell you, a little I got little butterflies, man.
0: Yeah, you should. I mean, it's been a long road. We've had a great time so far. It's our hundredth episode, as I stated, and uh you know, it's been great catching up with uh all the guys that we've played with and against and mm-hmm. you know, making new friends. Who knew that uh Syracuse Orangemen and the Hoyas would uh, would be best buddies? Who knew that, Sonny? Not no, certainly no. Not that's for sure i
1: know and yeah. it's public knowledge now which is you know public put, me knowledge in, put me in a and, tough
0: spot <laughs> yeah and not not only that but like those guys w- are some of the nicest guys in the whole conference but nobody ever got to know these guys when we were playing they were yeah, all- we weren't we were
1: allowed we weren't allowed to get behind the curtain That's curtains. why
0: they stayed about four hours away when we played at the garden out in rye new york you hmm. know so that's that's what happens with that but uh it, it's been a whole lot of fun and, and catching up and and i get calls from former players and stuff and uh, you know, wanting to know what we're doing next and how we're doing, and now we're moving into the current day stuff. So it's been it's been a great ride. So today, without any further ado, Sonny, we have spared no expense here. That's right. Rewind for our big show. We covered we brought that in the A team, Sonny. The A team. It doesn't get any better than this. Honestly. That's right. It does not get any better than this uh, on play by play tonight. Sean McDonough, Mister NHL Hockey, is with us. How are you, Uh-oh. Sean? Congratulations.
3: I would have thought after 100 shows, you'd remember where you went to college. I was right. there at the beginning.
1: Thanks for,
0: thanks for pointing that out, Sean. He was, was stammering.
1: Took you you a know, minute.
0: It isn't every day I get in the room with you three guys. So, you know. That's what I'm
1: telling you, I got butterflies.
0: I know. And by the way,
3: there was plenty of ado. If if Draftry if and Billis and I sat here much longer, we are going to be wondering, are we actually a part of this show or are we just a live studio audience? Well,
0: Sean, make yourself at home. And that's the kind of show we have. I am so glad that you're comfortable enough to bust balls right out of the table. Appreciate that. So our, our next guest is, is Jay Billis. Uh, Jay Billis from ESPN is with us. Jay, thanks for coming in. Appreciate that.
4: Sonny and Chuck, it's an honor to be on your 100th and final episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And of course, last but not certainly least, are uh, the best color man in the business. He does a great job. He's been doing it for years and years. Our buddy, our pal, the great Bill Raftery. How are you, Bill?
2: I'm doing great. It's
0: interesting. It's your hundredth, and I'm getting close to my hundredth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, well, we got a lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. We got a lot to talk about. So, uh, let's start off, Bill. I mean, let's start off with some current day stuff. You, I saw you. You were in the studio the last two nights uh, talking about the, the the first two days of the season. Who impressed you out of the gate
2: uh, in the com in the league? You mean yeah, nationally. E. Uh, I I thought Marquette uh, jumped out a little bit, and Villanova jumped out a little bit. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because I think there's at least and Jay's really good at this stuff. I I think they've got six definites that could make the tournament and maybe a break if somebody popped up late like at Georgetown or somebody like that to be the seventh so I think it's deep uh, a couple of teams have injuries Xavier's one has two starters that are out uh, you know the Seton Hall struggled a little bit I thought Providence yeah. because they're two studs uh, were pretty impressive but uh, I, I think it's going to be a, <clears throat> excuse me, a five or six loss champion in the Big East this year that's how tough it is
0: what do you think, Jay? Well, first of
4: all, everybody won their opening game, which is yeah. not true of every conference. We've seen some of the big shots struggle a little bit, but uh, I agree with Bill. I think Marquette may wind up being the best team in the league, and the Big East is going to be right up there, uh, I think, with, uh, with the SEC and the Big 12 is the best conference in the country. So five losses, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. You know, five losses could win the league, uh, but most importantly, I think the, the teams will be really tough by the time they get to postseason play. But but oftentimes these things are decided. The strength of a league is decided by non-conference play. And mm-hmm. all these teams have really good – the Big East has a really good non-conference slate. And, uh, you know, Marquette's going to be out in Maui, and that's one of the best uh, fields we've had in a while. Uh, so it's going to be difficult to win that thing, but I think they're they're very well positioned to win it.
1: Uh oh, Sean, I wanted to ask you about the New York Rangers. Are those guys for real or what?
3: That's why I thought I was here we're going to break down the New York Rangers power That's play. It. Uh, at least the podcast does remind me of the old Big Mondays, where we've been on for about ten minutes and I haven't said a
4: word yet. But uh,
2: <laughs> Did you make up for it quickly.
4: <laughs> he used to call us the filibuster twins when he would say, "I'm Sean McDonough, right. along with Bill Rappery and Jay Billis." We'd start, and he'd start looking at his watch midway through.
2: <laughs> hey, Jay, Jay, you mentioned Maui, and I can always remember where you know we would go to Longie's five nights of the week. And Sean would say, "I don't want to go there. I'm tired of that place. I need a change." And I said, "Okay, we'll go to Longies and we'll change the table we sit at."
3: <laughs> uh, and the only reason we went there five
4: nights out of the week is we were only there five. If we were
3: there seven, <laughs> we were there
4: seven nights out of the week, so, so and Sean- all the times we sat there, we never got a break on the bill. Not not a free dessert. Nothing. Wow. Well, what's the-
2: one night, wasn't it Walker, Sean, that picked up the whole bill? You know, the baseball player from Colorado? Uh,
3: might have been. Yeah, Larry Walker. Yeah.
2: Remember,
3: he snuck out, never said anything. I else. don't, but there's a few nights out there that I don't remember. Clearly <laughs> my back, so,
4: uh,
2: yeah, he I, went I, home I with seven
4: umbrellas, more. the little ones in glasses. My favorite one was when we stayed so late, you know, Raph shockingly wouldn't leave. And they were putting the chairs up on on top of the tables, and somebody came over and says, "Raf, we got to close up. I mean, we're going to lose our liquor license." And finally, they took the the final drink out of Raf's hands, and he stands up. He goes, "That's it. I'm not coming here anymore."
2: <laughs> By the way, the the restaurant, uh, the site, as I think we did talk about this, Jay, and and I didn't talk to Sean about it, was totally destroyed in the fire. And Peter had moved the restaurant up by the hotel area, Sean. Uh, You won't be going back, I guess, but Jay will. And uh, the other boy opened one in Honolulu a number of years ago. And then he moved it from the waterfront up to the, there's like a resort, like Four Seasons or something. So, but the house that, uh, and and Jay's got great memories of this, Sean. We visited with Wendy, his upstairs boudoir. Do you recall, Jay.
4: And he had, I do. The, we, he had the lingerie on and it wasn't on the deck, obviously. We walked we walked around the corner at Bob Longy's house of this long hallway, and then his bedroom was at the end of the hallway. And when we made the, the right hand turn and got a glimpse of him, he was just inside the door and he had a desk in there like he was, you know, Johnny Carson at the show. And he was wearing some like sarong around his waist, but he didn't have a shirt on. And, and he had all these lighters, like it was a Seven Eleven, you know, at the, at the counter and, uh, and raft walks in, he goes, put a shirt on. We don't need to see your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so sad when you watch
3: the coverage of that, you know, as many times, I, I think I was there 15 times. I know bill, you were there more than 30. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I remember the first year bill didn't go with us, you know, for a while, it was uh, bill and I, and then Jay joined us and then bill, left and went to Fox and, you know, everybody there, obviously knew Bill very well. So there's this nice Hawaiian gentleman who sort of kept an eye on the parking lot where we would park right by the entrance to the gym where our TV truck was. So we were there for two or three days going to the practices and the games hadn't started yet. And then uh, I'm walking in the first day and I park and the guy gives me a little wave and he walks over. He said, Sean, did Bill die? <laughs> and I was like, well, sort of. He left the ESPN, so, you know, but uh, uh, he was well, very concerned inter- that after 30 years, if Bill wasn't there, he must not still be with us. So,
2: but but Sean and Jay, the house that they had on the waterfront, mm-hmm. Bob's home. The only thing that was left was that uh, meditation tower at the top of the house. Everything. Totally burned to the ground the home that he had, you know. So, anyhow, just well, Bob
3: was yeah. We shouldn't make light of it, but so many good was Used to smoke in that house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hence, hence the lighters.
1: So, Sean, I'm going to ask you a basketball question. Now that Coach B has retired. They had a game yesterday. They're playing today. Did you notice a little man-to-man on the floor? Did you catch any of it? I, I did.
3: You know, I uh, I was you know, kind of happy to see it actually. And I think, you know, we all knew that was coming with Adrian. And yep. uh, yeah, you know, I turned it on. They were ahead of New Hampshire, twenty-five to six. I thought this was a nice start. And then I turned it back on. It was like a five-point game. Like, yeah, yeah wow. exactly. Yeah. And they brought the but zone out when it got well. close. I mean, we, what's that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> brought the zone out when it got close that, that helped
3: them I bet, with it. I bet they did yeah the um but you know i i obviously i hope they do well for a lot of reasons but uh you know most notably because as we all know adrian is just a fantastic guy and the yep. uh, kind of person to cheer for whether you went to the school or not And i think you'll do a great job
2: will you be working with mr warrens
3: I don't believe so. You know, I'm strictly hockey now. Once, uh, you know, once you guys abandoned me, they kind of threw me out of the college basketball thing. But uh, it, it's whoever works with him. It's going to be an interesting experience, <laughs> as we know, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Happy hey, Coach
2: hey,
3: hey AJ. Remember <laughs> the night? I think
2: Falk was at the head of the table. We went to dinner with him. And, yeah, uh, uh, David it was Falk. It,
4: remember, Yeah. Well, remember, it was, uh, Mike, we, it was you, me, Mike, Mike Tariko was doing the game mm-hmm. right. and, uh, and Jim was, I thought Jim was sitting at the head of the table, but, uh, a fan came over and asked him for an autograph, asked Bayheim for an autograph and Jim was eating. So he, the guy was telling him a story. I used to come to your basketball camp and I did these told this like heartwarming story and Jim signed it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <sighs> just kind of gave it to him. And then as soon as he walked away, Raf goes. Hey, Jimmy, would it kill you to shake the guy's hand?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's so good to see you guys all together again. I know you don't get to do this much, uh, you know, like you used to. You Thank know. God. Uh, yeah. So the last time, you know, I guess the big time when you guys were together was the six overtime game at the Garden. Talk about that from your guys' perspective. I know, I know, we've talked to you about it, Jay, on the show before. But talk to talk about the perspective that you guys had, and and you know what was going on in your minds as, as the game progressed and kept going on and on and on.
2: Uh, Jay, you want me to jump in? Yeah.
0: Uh, you know the the thought
2: I've had ever since. We all knew how talented Sean was. And I don't think ESPN appreciated him enough. And that game, I think, solidified, not that he needed any pat on the back, his career. I mean, they knew they had a gem. And and it was his show, and I think Jay would agree with it. I mean, it was a play-by-play man's delight, Uh, the action, the turmoil, the competitiveness, and is the basket good or not good? Uh, But uh, I'll just finish with this one thought, which they both have heard. The next day, we got, I, get, I think we got back to the hotel at 1.30 or 2 in the morning. And uh, w- one writer said, well, what did you think of the game? I said, well, it's the first time I've been out that late in New York where I got home and my wife wasn't mad
4: at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, R- Raph is right, though. Um, I mean, I, we're, we're all really proud of of the broadcast, I think. It was yeah. somewhat of an unremarkable game. Up until the, the overtime started, I think if the game had been had ended in regulation, it w- we would have felt like, well, it was just another you know really good Big East tournament game. But I, I think R- Raph and I, I know we talked about it uh, after the game was what a pleasure it was to listen to Sean wa- uh, work that, you know, I, the, the, the pride that Raph and I took was we did not get in the way of his calls um and you know when he over time number six and all the things that he did it was just a master class in meeting the moment and uh uh just a stunning it, it was a stunning thing to be a part of and i think uh you know i'm honestly the outside of that i'm proudest of i didn't have to get up and use the can because that was a
1: long that was a long
4: time to go without relieving yourself and that, that, that was gonna be
1: that was my biggest question. How did you guys survive the bathroom? How did you pull that off?
3: Yeah, I don't remember actually having to go either, which is unusual. Uh, but the at first of all, I appreciate what they both said. And, um, you know, it was uh, uh, especially, you know, it's the first time I never felt compelled to interrupt either one of them while they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> They were both so articulate (laughs) and right on point in their description of that broadcast. Uh, No, I think, you know, it was a collective effort and it wasn't the three of us. It was also, uh, you know, it was one of those nights and a lot of times in doing this, uh, you know, broadcast sports TV, the game can be great, but you feel like, you know what? Our telecast wasn't very good. The game can be, you, you can think you're great, but if the game stakes, nobody really says anything, you know? So, but it was one of those nights where everybody was, you know, the producer, the director, the graphics people, the camera people. I mean, Peter Dingle was our center court handheld camera guy. And he had that perfect shot that you saw the ball was still on Eric Devendorf's fingertip as the yeah. clock expired. So, um, you know, if he didn't have that shot, they're going to count the basket. And, you know, none, none of this happens. And as Bill said, I, Probably wouldn't have been working for ESPN a month later. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, and then just all of the remarkable things that happened in that game. And we've talked about it before, but, you know, there were so many incredible performances and guys diving on the floor in the sixth overtime, some of the best players in the country. And I remember Justin Thomas coming in, I don't know, it was the fifth overtime. And, you know, he was fresh as a daisy because he, I think he had played five minutes the whole year. And everybody else is looking at him like, cut the crap with the (laughs) (laughs) and then um, and to me you know the most remarkable thing was that Syracuse was never ahead even by one point for one second in any of the first five overtimes you know to to play 25 minutes and constantly be behind or tied behind or tied and keep forcing it into the next overtime I mean that's something you know nothing like that game will ever happen again but that's something I'm sure will
0: never happen again that a team would survive overtimes without ever being ahead yeah, I mean, and and it wound up being what a ten point game at the end, right? It was. You, you know, know, I don't remember the final score. I should, right? And to Jay's point, like if you said, "Tell me
3: one thing that happened in regulation," I'm not sure I could, right? right. But I can tell well, you yeah. a lot of yeah. things that happened in the six overtimes. We all could, yeah. and then you know, I, I you know, <laughs> Bill and Jay remember this. You know, ESPN, you get to do all the wrap ups and everything, and you know, not Sports Center and days and. <laughs> ESPN eight, the Ocho you know so now we're still sitting there an hour after the game uh, serving the, some of the other parts of the company and as we're there from across the floor of Madison Square Garden out of the tunnel here comes Mr. Happy Coach he's like you think we're in the tournament now or
0: <laughs> any chance so, it's like, so a lot of great memories what, what kind of stuff goes on between the three of you guys as this is unfolding, like during the commercial breaks and stuff like that? What are some of the things that n- n- the average person wouldn't know unless they were one of you one of you three? I don't I remember...
3: remember pretty early on that it was something special, right? And I mean, and the other thing I'm proud of is that when the game was over, we all stood up and clapped, which I don't think any of us had done before. So. Right. Right. So That's one thing I remember. And not just the players and the coaches, but the officiating was great in that game too. And you know, those yeah. guys are out there for six overtimes.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody talks about that one. Yeah. They were
2: great. Jay, I don't, I'm sorry, Sean. I, I don't think we talked strategy at all, Jay. It was just like overwhelmed that like, can you believe this, you know, be a, just being a part of this fantastic effort by both teams but. Uh, I don't think we said, "Hey, we'll try this, we'll try that." What do you think? Any of that stuff? It was just trying to enjoy the moment.
4: Yeah, I think for for you and me, that was it. Sean had to to deal with the truck and making sure that, that he was on top of everything, which he always is. But for us, like that—that's the beauty of working for the when the three of us were together working with Sean—is that you know he did all the heavy lifting, and then Raft and I could just kind of jump in here and there and uh and I'm not just saying that it's the truth, and it was it, it was easy for us uh and our our biggest thing was uh we would always you know the when we started every game, the producer would say, uh you know jay, you take this team, and raft you take this team, and then raft would always go, why want the other team you know trying <laughs> to create some controversy of stuff we didn't care about but the the beauty of of that that trio was. You know, I, I think we were I really enjoyed everything on the air, but it was off the air that made it off the charts fun. Um, we would be together all the time and something would always happen. We, we were always laughing. God forbid you made a mistake because the other two would <laughs> jump you and never let it go. And I, and then if, if one of the other two made a mistake, I would jump in and, and join in with the other one. But you know, we had a uh one of my favorites so was we, we would try to have lunch every Monday when we were doing Big Monday. We would try to have lunch because Raf might be doing a game on Sunday or Saturday with CBS and then would would shoot in. And so we would oftentimes kind of the, the three of us would be together. We said so we'd have lunch, and we were in Philadelphia to do a Villanova game. And uh we we meet for lunch and Raf comes in. Sean and I, I think we're already sitting there and uh, and and he gets in from doing a CBS game. So Sean says, uh, "How was uh, how was the the weekend? How was the game? How's Vern?" And Raf says, "Oh, we had a great time. We went out to dinner the night before, and Vern and I we talked about the business and we talked about all the great broadcasters. Your name didn't come up." <laughs> <laughs> and the timing was so perfect. Like even Sean had to laugh at that oh, one. And every
3: time Raph would come, you know, Raph's worked with everybody in this business a hundred times. And uh, so he'd, he'd arrive on Monday. He says, Oh, I worked with Spiro Ditas Saturday, a real pro. <laughs> <laughs> every, every other play by play guy was a real pro. So, it's so uh, nice
4: to work with a real pro. Yeah,
3: you know, <laughs> so there are well, a lot of funny jokes that. Worse than actually the 50th time.
2: John, remember you are introducing the referees in Maui and you got (laughs) Murph
3: Shapiro. (laughs) But Jay was saying, God forbid anybody should make a mistake. That's the first thing. (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and tell
4: that if you want?
2: I just remember that. Sean Sean was introducing
4: the referees and and there was a guy named Murph Shapiro.
1: Oh, yeah. His his daughter. his daughter is the basketball coach at Binghamton Women's.
4: Oh, you're kidding, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So as yeah. Sean was uh, was introducing the the officials, he happened to look down at the at the the scorer sheet that had the officials' names, and and it turns out, you know, Murph's first name is Bruce, and so he he wound up call, saying Moose. So he called him Moose Shapiro, and and of course we jumped all over and say, like, what, "What are you saying that Shapiro should push himself away from the table a little bit, like he's getting a little big?" And we were laughing, and and, and later on, it wasn't five minutes later. I mispronounced Chaminade. I was I was thinking about something else, and I said Chaminade, and uh, and oh we, and then I I started getting the wrath, and it was not a not a good night.
2: Yeah. You know, Jay and Sean, we played Bonnie's years ago and uh, they used to have a casket and they would put the visiting mascot into the casket and they would bring them out. So like we're having one of my great years You're probably 11 and 20 at the time. And the <laughs> casket is has a pirate in it. And uh, I get the notice that Murph Shapiro's working the game and. Murph was very good to local teams. He's uh,
1: Rochester <laughs> guy. Yeah.
2: And anyhow, I I said to Hardy, I said, "Oh, we got no shot here." So we're walking out. I took the pirate out, and I got in the casket. Right, <laughs> so I'm lying in the casket, and uh, I look up at Hardy. I said, "Hardy, I don't think the priest back in South Orange would think this funny." <laughs> <laughs> so I did get out of the casket, and then by the end of the night Mert put me back in the casket
3: <laughs> <laughs> our favorite thing was you know when you come on the air who can land the haymaker you know the fastest and I had the advantage because I was the one who brought us on the air so I knew before I said anything to either one of these two if I was going to deliver a little zing I better but frequently I wouldn't and uh so as as Jay said, you know, one time, you know, every week he'd take a team and Bill would take the other team and they'd highlight a player on the team. So Bill's talking about Chris Thomas from Notre Dame. Oh, well, he's a playmaker and he's a, you know, he's a good defender. And he passes the ball really well and makes his teammates better. Wouldn't it be nice to work with someone like that, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, to, hey, to
2: that
3: point, uh, Jay
2: and Sean, how about, Miller at Notre Dame. That's <laughs> a
4: big night. Go ahead. <laughs> that was that was our first game uh, together. Uh, was it really? Davis. Yeah, that was the first time because I when when they dropped me in on on your crew, I was mortified. I thought, my God, you know, it's like being dropped in the middle of a long time marriage. Like what, you know, I'm the third wheel here. This and I was sitting between you guys. It was a little cramped, by the way, and a shower wouldn't kill either one of you. <laughs> but but I was uh you know, I, I wasn't sure like what do I do and I don't want to get in the way of this. And that was uh, evident. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that, that, I got over that. Um, but late in the game, so Danny Miller, who had transferred in if I remember right, from Maryland uh, to Notre Dame, uh makes this great play. And Sean calls the play and then Raf jumps in and says, uh says, It's Miller time, and you know how I love hearing that. And without missing a beat, Sean jumps in and says, except on Big Monday, brought to you by Bud Light. And I was like, this is the perfect place to be. I'd ra- There's nowhere I'd rather be than this. It was Bud so Light great. had only
3: been the main sponsor of Big Monday for like, as long as there was Big Monday. <laughs> it's oh. Miller time. We all know I love Miller time. I'm like, oh, gosh. And they we were going to break because, you know, so, because, you know, whatever, I think Danny Miller hit a bunch of threes in a row or something. They didn't even play Connecticut Colstabell. stuff. So, all right, Raph, we're going to break. Replace, you take it. Oh, yeah, Miller, Miller, Miller. And, and literally, it's like four, three. And i hope he stops talking because I need to be able to say, except on Big Monday presented by Bud Light. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, Jay, beautiful. remember remember walking in buildings and, you know, all the crew would be in the end zone in the morning uh, for the shoot-arounds, and uh, we would stop, and I used to remember saying, uh, who's the audio guy here? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you would know, be occasionally a stranger. I said, I am. I said, oh, you are in trouble tonight. <laughs> you ever work with Sean McDonough?
3: Well, I have a. I had a good health reason for why I was uh, a little difficult from time to time. When I wound up having my uh, inner ear and slash brain surgery in in 2012, that's when they discovered that I didn't have a a bone was missing between my brain and my inner ear. So, to me, things that aren't loud for other people were super loud. So I feel bad because I used to complain all the time, like. Why is that so loud? And they'd come out and put the headset on. They'd look at me like it's not loud. I'm like, yes, it is. It's clearly loud. Well, turns out I didn't. So uh, I'm not as I'm not as difficult anymore. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> you got it worked out. <laughs> it worked out great. Luckily, no after effects from the surgery at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got you, radio good. stations in this ear now. I've got a music. I've got a classical music station across. Good thing you didn't
4: have any problems with your teeth. What would you have done? That's
0: a good question. Now that (laughs) you talked about a break, you talked about commercial breaks, that's exactly what we have to do right now with our new sponsors. sponsors. Third Eye Consulting Property Management Solutions. We'll be right back with Jay, Raft, and Sean right after this.
1: Third Eye Consulting is the name you can trust when it comes to property management. Our good friend Peter Haber runs Third Eye Consulting. Whether you're a landlord, an out-of-state homeowner, or an investor, Third Eye Consulting provides innovative property management solutions that are tailored just for you. They'll take the hassle out of property ownership and turn it into a profitable experience. They've done this for many others. Visit their website at thirdeyeconsultingllc.com to learn more. Peter is here to make your life easier and your investments more profitable. So if you want peace of mind and success in property management, choose Third Eye Consulting. They're not just professionals, they're your trusted partners in the business. Reach out to them to help take care of your properties.
3: Hey, Chuck and Sonny. Wow, 100
4: shows. I have to offer you congratulations. That's great. You know, it's taken 100 shows and Chuck still doesn't know how to pronounce Syracuse. It's Syracuse, not Syracuse. You know, maybe, maybe by the 200th show, you'll get it. But I have to congratulate you guys for uh, keeping the Big East alive. I have great memories of the conference, and uh, you guys are doing good. And, and listen, uh, feel free to call me anytime to come back on the show. I'm going to turn you down, but feel free to call anyway. Take care, guys. Keep up the good work.
0: Okay, we're back with Jay, Sean, and Raft. And, you know, guys, I guess it's really not work when you're working with some of your friends and you're having such a good time and both on and off the air, on on the road, on road trips and stuff. Uh, You know, tell us some more stories on some of the road trips you guys have taken together and uh, some of the towns you've been through. You've been everywhere, all of you. And uh, talk about that for a second, if you will
3: uh <laughs> so Don't all jump in tonight. at once, Sean. You know, yeah. Chuck. That the thing that was super sad, you know, and and we, I think we all feel blessed to have had this opportunity that we had for quite a while. But you know, I remember when Bill called and he said he was thinking about leaving ESPN. I was like, Well, I really don't want to. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. But it was a much better deal. I said, Hey, we'll, we'll come visit you. you. You have to go. But it was really sad because you know, I think it. You know, I I don't want to offend anybody else, but. I, I think it's, I know it is fair to say, accurate to say, I knew at that moment, I will never have as much fun doing this with any group in any sport as I did with these two. Um, you couldn't have had more fun, <laughs> you know, you looked forward to Sunday when you were heading out, cause you were going to go be with two of your best friends and people you love and admire the most. And you knew you're going to be part of a entertaining show, you know, you, you know, if the game was great, you know, the, the these guys had all the great information. And if it wasn't, then we'd try to make it fun. So uh, you know, it's we could write a book. I mean, we can we could do ours. Um uh, you know, the, some of them though, you know, I, I gotta get, get the clearance from from the other <laughs> my co-conspirators. Uh one of my favorites was in South Bend. <laughs> I was just thinking uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, don't want, to, uh, I don't want to run it by the. uh Is this the snowstorm? Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, I was clear. Easy. <laughs> we did a Saturday game at at, uh, at Notre Dame, and then we had a big Monday at Marquette. So uh we had all arrived separately. And when you go into South Bend, sometimes you fly right in there. Sometimes you go to Chicago. Drive right, anyway. We we all had a rental car, and we were all going to drive up to milwaukee from south bend together on a, the sunday so we decide okay we'll meet at 10 a.m you know we'll pull out in front of the hotel and then we'll go to the little airport there in south bend and two of us will bill and i'll return our cars because of course jay always had the you know the big the fancy chauffeur for the big suv right so we would return our yugos and uh so anyway the uh so as i'm walking into the garage there it's very cold out and you know and uh, the middle of winter and Jay as usual is already pulling out on time early. Bill um, is walking through the garage and he's got one of those little key things like he's trying to honk the horn. And, trying to
1: find the car.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's going up and down the rows. So I get in my car, I pull up. Bill is still going up and down. He's got his little you know, suitcase that he's dragging around. It's free. So I said, Bill, get in. So we get in what are we looking for? He said, I don't know. You know, it's a rental car. It's Walmart, the Malibu. It's, you know, so we literally go up and down every row two or three times in the parking lot of the South Bend Marriott. And uh, so finally I said, by any chance, and I knew there was a good chance because he goes to this, like we talked about Long East, he goes to the same restaurant every time we go to every said uh, "Did every now about uh, Paris, right. He said, by any chance, did you go to Parisi's the other night and maybe have somebody give you a ride back from the restaurant? And you left your car there? He's like, Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we have to drive to Parisi's and the car is like you can't even make it up. You know, it's like a fairly brothers. Movie. It is entombed, <laughs> ice and snow, and you know, like we're we're getting the It's tough out to try to hit the lock to, you know, be able to unlock the door. (laughs) uh, So we talk about, you know, being the first one to deliver the shot. So Monday night, we come in. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Bradley Center. You know, it's Marquette and whoever they're playing. And uh, I'm Sean McDonough along with Jay Billis and the star of Dude, Where's My Car? (laughs) 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 Which nobody else knows what that means except us and we didn't care right as long as we were entertained america was going to have to deal with it so that was one of my favorites i don't
2: think it was the same marquette trip but uh danny Gabbett was with us and uh i know for some reason i'm i was the last to get to the restaurant to mo's and jay was in the process of Wearing or attempting to wear glasses, am I right, Jay? Is that Yeah, happened? it
4: was. It was the night of the uh, BCS championship game, and Sean was calling calling the game, so he wasn't with us. That was one of the few times we weren't together. So Dave Pash was
0: uh, a real, real pro
4: sitting, a yeah, yeah. real pro <laughs> was sitting in That's for on. So we had decided, Raph and I decided, let's go to let's go to Mo's Steakhouse. We'll get a private room, get the game up on the big screen, and we'll have dinner and a few drinks and all that after the after the Marquette was game game was over. So we went there. Uh, Passion. I got there first, and I think Raph had gotten together, to tried to pick up Danny Gavitt or whatever. And uh, usually when we went out. One of us would, one of the three of us would try to, you know, get the check before, you know, slip a credit card to the, the waiter or something. So we didn't have to argue about it at the end, like trying usually to get the check. Usually Jay,
3: by the way, in the interest of accuracy and fairness, uh, Jay is very yeah, Sh- generous. Sean pick.
4: was very good at getting the breakfast check.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bagels the- are expensive. He, he, was usually, bagels. he was
2: usually in the cloakroom
4: when the check came. <laughs> so so i had gotten there first and then uh i i it, this was about the time my eyes went and i i i couldn't see uh up close but i didn't have any readers with me so i asked the waiter what's a good you know because i knew rap's gonna want to have a glass of wine so what's a good good bottle of cab or something and and he says well sir this one he shows it to me and i'm like that's great and and Pash says, "Jay, that's a three hundred dollar bottle of wine," and so I figured, okay, well I'll get the check. I said, "Don't worry about it, Dave. Like you know, it's so great to work with a real pro. I'm picking this up." <laughs> but I figured, okay, we'll make a different wine selection after that. So Raf gets there, uh, thing you know, everybody starts laughing, have a good time ordering dinner, and he kept ordering more wine, and I had totally spaced on. Wait a minute, don't keep getting the same thing because that's not a price point we want to pay and uh and so raft had snuck his credit card to the oh, uh, to the waiter before I'm i could sorry
3: i missed this so
4: <laughs> so the waiter comes and gives raft the little leather thing with the check in it and Raft takes it and he thinks yeah i got one over on you i got the check and then he opens it up and his eyes get really big he goes holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he's almost got tears coming out of his eyes and he, he looks at me he goes would you mind ordering from the Irish side of the menu just once? (laughs) I'm like, no, Raph, let me have it. He goes, no, I got it. Oh, geez.
2: (laughs) Uh, Those were great nights, though. I do miss him to to, uh, jump on uh, Sean's comments, too. Uh, You know, you reflect back and and think that, you know, the game was the icing on it, Uh, but just to be with these guys and uh, it's almost like and this is probably not being modest, the perfect team, because nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Like just, who, who, you know, whoever had it or felt comfortable with saying something that it, it just, the flow and the feel was uh, delightful. And just add on that night before the night after uh, of the game. Uh,
4: I, I, don't, I just don't think you can replicate
2: it anymore. No.
4: And for me personally, you know, to be able to to work with just as Sean said, to be able to work with your best friends is uh, uh, is a blessing that that you can't duplicate. But you know, professionally, for me to sit alongside, and I'm not just saying this; I really believe this, the best play-by-play guy that's ever lived, and the best color analyst in basketball that's ever lived. Um, that that how lucky could I have been? And and two two people who off the air love people and raf couldn't wait to get to the arena to go into the like i never wanted to go into the locker room before a game uh you know i saw him the coaches that shoot around and all that stuff but raf went in and he wanted to see people because because he genuinely loved them it, it wasn't because he's was looking for extra information he'd make a joke like give us something will you we got careers here but he just <laughs> wanted he just wanted to see his friends and everybody in those arenas were were friends. And through Sean and and Raff, especially in the Big East, which I was somewhat of a newbie to, uh, I was able to develop deep friendships because of the the longtime friendships they had. And so I I can't be more grateful for for our time.
3: Yeah, i have all been interviewed a bunch of times, Chuck, about uh, articles about Raff. And the, the one thing I always say is, if you don't like Raff, there's something wrong with you. You know, and I think you guys know that too as we oh, travel. I've never met a person who's no more universally well-loved, liked, respected, uh, admired. So, and, you know, Jay, uh, you know, his, is on TV is, you know, he's opinionated as he'd be the first to admit. And, you know, it's, it's um, not the same sort of warm, lovable persona as Bill, but Bill would just, Jay is a great human being. He is an incredibly loyal friend. You know, I think he's that friend that maybe because he's a lawyer, if you had the one phone call and you had to call somebody uh, who you knew uh, would be there for you, you know, he's that guy. And, uh, and that's what made it special, right? To be able to do these great games was great, right? We're we're all blessed to do what we do. And I don't think any of us take it for granted. I thank God every day that I get to do what I always want to do since I was five years old. But, you know, any experience that you have in life, it's the people that you share it with and mm-hmm. to share it with these two guys. Um, you know, it's uh, I'm going to get choked up at the, you know, and I miss it. I really do. You know, we, I'm doing some great things now that I'm really enjoying and working with great people. But, you know, just reminiscing like this makes me think, you know, damn, I'd kill for one more of those Monday nights, both on and off the air.
4: Well, I still think there's even though this is a competitive business, I still think our, our companies should get together and say, all right, the three of us should do one game on on Fox or whatever, and then one game on ESPN. Yeah. And get Shouldn't the band back together. No, it'll be really be hard. Because because Raptor, you know, all of Raftery's demands. You know, he's going to have to have certain things in his dressing room. and I was going to say, does he have a
0: big list like Van Halen, Now all the different things he has to have in his dressing room before a game?
4: Well, somebody's going to have to print out his boarding pass. He's probably still doing that. (laughs) I was just thinking.
2: (laughs) Now I I have the app. I have the app now.
0: Oh, do you? Yeah,
2: I'm really way ahead of the game, but you're right. They used to stand (laughs) behind me while I would try and print out my board, and they would never help me either. they just stand there and laugh because – then I'd have to go to the front desk and ask them
4: to do it. Yeah, we yeah. were at the I remember we were at the the South Bend Marriott and raft is there's a little kiosk there where you can print a boarding pass out and we're waiting we're waiting to go drive over to the game and he's like <laughs> pushing the little buttons and I can't figure this thing out. He's got his little glasses on. And I said, "Rap, what are you doing?" He Goes, "I'm printing my boarding pass out." Well, you can do that at the airport. We got to go to the game. He goes, well, "I'm trying to save time. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save time. This isn't. This is not saving time. This is called wasting time." Hey, hey,
2: hey Sean, there. Uh, I'm going to be running out in a second, yep. but I tell this story about you know, Sean runs this wonderful golf outing uh, that Jay's attended. I've attended numerous times in honor of his dad and. Mm. Great the one moment. year, <laughs> the one year, Sean, where somebody fainted. Do you recall? <laughs>
3: oh, <Sean>? I <laughs> do, the I Boston Harbor Hotel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I do remember, but I'm trying to remember the, it was about Bayheim. the funny part of it. It
2: was about Bayheim. You I were up, the oh, oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um. I'm, uh, you know, we have the uh, this charity celebrity golf tournament. These guys are nice enough to come to, and uh, so we have the party the night before at the, at the Boston Harbor Hotel. Very nice function in the wharf room right there in the water. So we have the speaking program, and I introduce people. and The doctor talks about the, you know, the fun that we started in memory of my dad to try to cure uh, cardiac amyloidosis. And anyway, I'm in the middle of speaking, and a gentleman collapses like right in the front of the stage. So. I jumped down, other people come over, there are obviously doctors in the room, they tend to him, so uh, he's he's fine, He just felt a little faint, he was actually trying to get one of the doors to get outside to, for some fresh air, so uh, I'm starting uh, back up to the um, podium, I'm trying to remember who said the funny thing, was it Gary Williams, or one of you guys? Oh, you did, it was you said me? It. yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking back up and they, someone said, well, he just felt, he felt faint. And he, uh, and I said, uh, no, that's not what happened. Uh, he was talking to Bayheim and he was just so bored. He toppled. <laughs> over."
4: <laughs> <And> the place <laughs> erupted. Uh, that yeah. was the same night, Sean, that, uh, uh had a had a we had a mutual friend there that raft hadn't met raft yet so i I, we were standing having a drink and i introduced him to raft and uh, his name's andrew and raft says uh where'd you go to school kid and uh, andrew says uh i went to harvard and raft goes well that's the conversation (laughs) ender
0: well listen guys we really appreciate you coming out I I know Bill's got to get to dinner and uh thanks for coming out and hanging with us I'm glad we were able to put the band back together at least for a little while it was really great listening to all you guys and uh telling stories and you know you well, could tell, you can tell we'll how to hear some uh, stories about your 100 uh shows and what's said yeah. this nice was this was fantastic we yeah can, uh, could do that another time. This was better than anything that we, Sonny and I, could put together. It was nice to just say, "Here you go." We're just going to hang out with you guys for uh for an evening. So thanks right, again, guys. Right, I'm sure we'll see you all on the road. Bill, I'm sure we'll see you down at school yeah. at some point. All right.
2: Yeah, and Sean and Jay, great to hear you, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys. Yeah. Thanks Honor for being
3: with uh, you. Uh, thanks, Sonny. Coach. Thanks for representing yeah. Syracuse and remembering where you went to school. Very, yeah. very important thing. <laughs> That is an important thing.
4: <laughs> Even though there's a lot to forget.
3: Oh yep. <laughs> if only you had gotten in.
1: Hey, Sean, I lost both these two guys to recruits. I lost hey, both he, Jay and yeah, Sean. We,
0: Sonny was both Jay and our, my host at Syracuse. Hey, Beheim is smart. He
4: put the guys he didn't want with Sparrow. <laughs> That's
1: right. And I delivered. <laughs> <He> del- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All
3: bye right, thank you guys. See Tonight, you coach. Bye. Thank
2: you. Sunny and Chuck, by the way, it sounds like a soft shoe team. I hope you can still dance. By the way, congratulations on your 100th show. You've done a marvelous job all these years. All the people you've interviewed, all the people that you've made shows so uh, charming and, and live. So keep that word going. And don't forget the Big East,
4: too. The
2: marvelous job you did with the Big East.
4: Really, one of the great backers. We appreciate it, and we thank you.
0: So, Sonny, that was our 100th episode of the Big East Rewind and what an episode it was with Jay Billis, Bill Raftery, and Sean McDonough, the A-team of broadcasting college basketball. You know, the stories were incredible. Everything. Uh, was great and those guys uh, you could tell were best of buddies uh, on and off uh, the court so uh, we really say thank you to the three of them for sharing their night with us and as always the Big East Rewind was produced and directed by Nick Chico Chorus and Daryl Gurney and our friends over at Boundless Ventures you know you can get us on social media wherever uh, whatever uh, social media you want to go on, just put Big East Rewind in the search bar. Uh, we are wherever you get your podcasts. Again, put Big East Rewind in the search bar. And uh, and you can see the show on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, by putting Big East Rewind in the search bar. And we ask you to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. And don't forget to hit that bell so you get notified when the next show drops. Well, it's been wonderful. We have to say thank you to a lot of people, Sonny. It's been wonderful having, it's a hundred shows. I can't even believe it, you know. Um, you know,
1: Chuck, yeah. one one thing we got to say thank, we got to say thank you, first of all, to our spouses. Yeah. For not only putting up with it, but actually supporting us through all this stuff. Yeah, they've been you great. Know, they, it, this doesn't get done in a vacuum. And, and like our home life is very supportive of, of the things that we want to do. So I think my wife, I think your wife, um, and and you know Daryl and Nick and now the folks at Balance, but you know the significant others are a huge role, and that yep. doesn't happen uh, in a vacuum. And today's show was special in that we got to watch pros at work, and you know what better example of, you know maybe someday, you know will be <laughs> not mentioned in the same breath, but at least in the same building how about that listen
0: sonny we call ourselves professional journalists but those guys are the pros they're hall of fame journalists yeah they got
1: it in the arena and outside of the arena
0: really really was incredible to to watch that and uh watch people work you know and they got
1: cooking and they got a little bit emotional and personal
0: you could see it's not it's not makeup it's not funny it's real it's all good stuff so Well, thanks a lot for joining us for our 100th episode of the Big East Rewind. As always, take care and good night.
1: Thanks, folks.